Good morning, one hope. It's February, March 1st, sorry, 2024. And our passage for today is Jeremiah chapter 21, verses 1 to 14. From chapters 21 to all the way to chapter 23, verse 8, is the ninth sermon of Jeremiah. This sermon is directed specifically to the kings of Judah. And the first king we see here today is King Zedekiah. Zedekiah inquires of the Lord through Jeremiah. Verse 2, inquire now of the Lord for us because Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, is attacking us. Perhaps the Lord will perform wonders for us as in times past so that he will withdraw from us. Babylonians have come and Zedekiah turns to Jeremiah and asks of the Lord whether or not he will save them. He requests that God will save them. God will save them. Zedekiah had other prophets who had declared peace on Jerusalem until now. He followed their word, not Jeremiah's. But now that the Babylonians have come, King Z here, turns to the true prophet. But fortunately, or perhaps unfortunately, it could have been either, and we will see what happens at the end. The answer King Zedekiah gets is not what he wanted to hear from the Lord. What did he want to hear? Yes, I will save Jerusalem from the Babylonians. But that's not what King Zedekiah heard. What he heard was that city will be destroyed. Verse 4, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, I'm about to turn against you the weapons of war that are in your hands. Not only that, verse 5, God says, I will actually join the Babylonians to fight against you. I myself will fight against you. Verse 6, I will strike down those who live in the city, and they will die of a terrible plague. I will join the Babylonians. In fact, I am actually the one that is sending the Babylonians to bring you down. That's not what Zedekiah wanted to hear, but that's what God says. God also says to Zedekiah, surrender to the Babylonians. Verse 8, furthermore, tell the people, this is what the Lord says. See, I am setting before you the way of life and the way of death. You can read the rest for yourself, but when here he says the way of life, what he means is if you surrender to Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonians, you will save your life. That's what he means. So you have a choice, either to surrender or be put to death by the Babylonians. God also says finally to King Zedekiah, turn away from your evil ways. Verse 11, this is what the Lord says to you, house of David, administer justice every morning, rescue from the hand of the oppressor, the one who has been robbed. Now as king, do what you should have done. Turn from your evil ways and do what a king is supposed to do. Rescue the ones who are oppressed. Zedekiah here received not the word he wanted to hear, but what he needed to hear. 
Had he responded rightly, it would have been the most fortunate thing to have happened in his life. But like the other kings of Judah, in the final years of the kingdom, Zedekiah didn't, did not receive the word, and it turned out to be the most unfortunate thing to have happened in his life. We might wonder, why did he not receive the word of God? Come on, it is God who has given you this word. Finally, you go to him, and why wouldn't you listen to God? He gave you the word you needed to hear. But friends, stop for a moment, and let's try to bring it back to ourselves. Isn't what Zedekiah did what we also do? In our desperation, we finally turn away from all the other things that we had depended on. And in our desperation, we turn to God and say, God, I'm here. Finally, please give me your word. But when God does give us his word, we often refuse to hear because that's not what we wanted to hear from him. We do the same thing. So the lesson of Zedekiah for us is this. Here is our takeaway for today. Not what I want to hear, but what I need to hear. In the Old Testament, there's a prophet by the name of Jonah. Jonah, the reluctant prophet. And he only responded to what he wanted to hear from God. What he wanted to hear from God was that he would destroy the Ninevites. And he would only respond to that word. But God saves, forgives Nineveh. And Jonah complains. And he refuses to join God in his mission. But Jesus in the New Testament, our ultimate prophet, he also had what he wanted to hear, which was before the cross, let this cup pass before me. That's what he wanted to hear. But he also heard what the Father had told him and, what, and received what he needed to hear from the Father and responded to it by saying, not my will, but yours be done. Friends, I know it's hard. It's hard for me. But we must do this. Not just seeking the word we want to hear, but truly receiving and responding to the word that we need to hear. Why? Because once we do, and I'm speaking from my own experience, as hard as it is to receive the word we need to hear, when we do, freedom comes. When we do, we're filled with peace. And what is more, we experience God's surprises. Things we didn't know would happen to us happens because we responded to what we needed to hear. I know this is not easy. This is wrestling that will take many, uh, uh, a long time, months, weeks and months, and maybe even years. But by the grace of God, somehow in his grace, through his grace, we respond to what we truly need to hear. Only the good things will happen. 
I assure you, because I've experienced it, and I'm continuing to experience it over and over again. So on this day, let us not seek just what we want to hear, but what we need to hear. Not what I want to hear, but what I need to hear. In Jesus' name, amen.